Welcome to She Means Business with FNB. My name is Nicole Sykes and we are here to celebrate the phenomenal women we have in this country. Hopefully their stories will inspire and motivate you. So stay tuned and enjoy. I am thrilled to announce we have got the bubbly queen herself um, with us today, Masana Sangweni. Um, she is one of our ladies that participated in our F&B Woman in Business Propeller and is a phenomenal young lady who has created a number of businesses, but involved in a number of businesses. And we are really looking forward to chatting to you today. So Masana, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And we really look forward to sharing your story. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. I'm excited to be here. So Masana, please just tell me your name. What does it mean? My name, Masana, means sunshine in Tsonga. That's it. It just means sunshine. You know, that's warm sunshine early in the morning that you just want to busk in and not get out of bed or the one you just sit and sip some coffee or if it's a Saturday, have a mimosa. So yeah, it's that kind of sun. Just before, just after sunrise and just before sunset, that's very inviting sunshine, not the harsh one. <laughs> and, I, and I love that because you, you really are. You are your warm, bubbly, inviting personality. So, so yeah, th- I, I think the name is very apt. <laughs> it so, is, hey. <laughs> so, Masana, I mean, you've, um, you're running an, an events company. You've recently also started um, a, well, a flower company. But maybe let's just go back a little bit. What? What did you do um, at school? When did you start your entrepreneurial journey? Um, when I matriculated, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to go and study in varsity. So I just looked at my marks and I realized, okay, commerce is what I'm going to go through. So I did a become finance at Virgin University. And even then, Four years later, five years later, I still was not sure what I really wanted to do for the rest of my life. But the one thing I knew was that I want to have my own business. Uh, I just didn't know what business I was going to go into. So I went for a graduate program. Uh, It was the Momentum graduate program. So the beauty of that is that they expose you to different um, departments in the Momentum group. So... Then that's when I fell in love with auditing. Auditing spoke to me. I didn't study it at yeah. varsity. Auditing. Then, Who falls yeah. in love with auditing? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it, yeah. it actually, what I loved about it is that it, it exposed me to different business units of a business, you know, HR, law, everything, like marketing, like you're exposed to all types of the business units. So that's what I liked about it. So it was it was a good starting point for me to know uh, you know, what happens behind the scenes of businesses, the processes, the policies. So, yeah, so I actually fortunately love, um, I ended up at the first rent group. That was after the graduate program, I was seconded to the first rent group at the internal auditing uh, department. I enjoyed it for a bit, moved to discovery, doing internal auditing, but yeah, my fire started to burn out, you know. It was nice, but it was not what I wanted it to be. So then I moved on. No, I was not I was not excited about it. I was good at what I was doing, but it wasn't something that was exciting me. And I think in life you have to do what's something that excites you, that gets you up in the morning. So that's when I was like, you know what? Um, and my dad has always wanted somebody to take over his business, 
construction. So I was like, you know, let me go into the family business. And maybe that's what my destiny is, you know, um, to basically be uh, my dad's, what do you call succession plan you know i might as well just do it because i've studied and i like business so maybe this is it so then i went for the family business it was the plan was within the first five years i would have figured out whether i'm staying or going and i had to i found my purpose while actually at the business you know i was the one that was always running events whether it's for the business or for the family and that's where my fire came alive. I mean, even my dad, the same guy who was saying I must take over the construction business, he could see that events is what I want to do. So that's what I decided. I'm like, you know what? Let me just start Sanandi Events and see where it takes me. The family business will always be there as a backup plan, but I need to do me. And so Sanandi Events came. Fantastic. Yeah. And and how have you found it? Because I know you sort of started... Pretty much a little bit before before COVID hit, and um, yeah, it's how did you find how did you find that and, and navigating your way through that? So how I started was I started while I was in the family business, you know, uh, doing uh, using it as a side gig, you know, just weekend things. But I could see that I'm alive on the weekends and during the week it was it was it was work, you know what I mean. So then I was like, let me do this full time. It took me a while to actually, you know, start because being in construction with my family, uh, I learned a lot, but I also got exposed to the ugly parts of business. You know what I mean? Clients not paying, contracts not coming in, employees not being happy. All of that actually scared me for the longest time to actually start my business. I was like, I'm not ready for this kind of drama in my life. And those so are that's real challenges, I, right? Those are I real mean, challenges. Yeah, yeah, that you you sort of you think starting out a little business or or any business, you think you know it's all it's going to be sunshine and roses. <laughs> and no, it's um, not but, sunshine. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's not. There's there's really some some parts of it that are are not, you know, not exactly. to deal with and you've got to you've got to try and manage all of those, right? Exactly. So that for the longer is what kept me away. But at the same time, I also experienced the positive side of business where you actually start you know, uh, you know, you start actually building a building from the ground to up to the roof, to the electricity, to the finishing, and you see something come alive. So that for me also inspired me to start Sanandi events, you know, to be able to to see something grow from nothing to something. So, and I also saw people grow. I saw relationships grow within the business. You know, I saw uh, even myself growing to be more confident in managing a business. So all of that, you know, it was the good and the bad that actually made me realize, which, you know, I got what it takes and I have to give myself a chance, start it and see how it goes. Because the fire is there, the knowledge is there. I must just not focus on the fear because fear for the longest time is what kept me away from starting my own business. And I, and I think that's really true for a lot of people. It is that fear, that, that fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, especially for women as well. I mean, we, we're trying to do it all, manage it all. I mean, you've got now, I mean, you've got four kids, right? Um, you are married and and trying to, you know, manage a business, run a business, start a business. And that fear is very real. How did you how did you get over that fear to take that um, step? Like number one is the fact that I had experience 
running a business that was not so glamorous, you know what I'm saying? That was one thing. But then secondly, and I think also very most importantly, is my husband's support. You know, uh, knowing that, you know, it's very key. Uh, and it's 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 one thing that has kept Sanandi alive for this time, is the fact that my husband supports me. Knowing that I don't have my parents as backup, you know, because that's what was... It was like the family business is my backup, so to speak. But then, you know, but now I had to rely on my husband to be my support financially, emotionally and otherwise. So having that support and knowing that he's there to pick me up when I'm down, to encourage me when I don't feel like doing it and just celebrating me when I do succeed, it, it's, it's what actually kept me going. And that's amazing. It's really important to have that, that support structure and that person that can, I, I guess, you know, be there, like you said, pick you up when you're down and celebrate those successes as well. Because that's really important is those little milestones that, you know, that they, they give you the courage to carry on. Exactly. That's what celebrating does, really. It really just takes you back to where you're from and it makes you see that you've moved from one point to the next. So, yeah. And Masana, you also sort of started looking due to obviously your events business. Um, you you started Mao Blossoms. Now tell me a little bit about that. So what happened is when I started, like one of the things that I feared the most was the fact that there was a lot of event planners. I don't know if it was the boom or everybody was just excited about events after 2010. I don't know, but everybody was an events planner, you know, and that scared me for a while. I'm like, okay, who am I going to be in this pool of so many glamorous and fabulous and established ev events planners? But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to just give it a bit of me. But then it was hard. You know, it's really hard to infiltrate a market that is so saturated, you know. So, And I had to find ways to be able to reach customers. So that's when I decided, you know what, um, uh, you know, selling a service is hard. But selling a product is easier. People can touch it, feel it, and they can experience you as a person while you're doing it. And then they will, they want to, you know, they want more of you after that. So I was like, okay, with every event, there is flowers. <laughs> you know, there is flowers. There is some sort of gift, you know, there's, there's gifting. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sell flowers. I'm going to give flowers as gifts. I'm going to do flowers for events and just start from there and people will hear that I have an events business as well so that's how it really started it was really just to, okay. to nice sell something hook. that yeah you know yeah yeah that's great and and I think that that's a it's a nice way to like I just said um it's a bit of a hook so um you get to to promote your events business by 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 creating rays of sunshine for for others in your exactly in your delivering you know? happiness yeah. and spreading love through my flowers that's what exactly, I do exactly which is wonderful <laughs> yeah. Thank but, you. so so tell us I mean we met you you were, you were on our our F and B Woman in Business propeller maybe talk to me a little bit about that how did you find the experience and and what did you learn from that. You know, um, if I remember correctly, that was 2018, 19, I think. Mm. Yeah, 2019. So, 2019. You know, it was, it was during the time when I was almost giving up on the business. You know, they say the first five years of any business is very critical. And I think I was at that point where I'm like, okay, this is not working. I had just started my Oa Blossoms as the hook. And the hook was not hooking much fish. <laughs> so I was, honestly speaking, so I the fishman needed, had to go back and, and find, you know, a, find new bait. <laughs> you know? 
So I was at that point where I was like, okay, I've got the passion. I've got the drive. I see where I want to be in the future. I've got the skills, but I'm just not getting customers. What am I doing wrong? What am I not doing right? What 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 am I lacking? So that's why I joined the the incubator program, you know, to just basically have some support and some um, guidance on how I can put my business out there. So it really came at the right time when I needed a lifeline, you know, for my business. And that's what it did. It gave me confidence as an individual. I mean, I remember Mafani was always telling me that you don't see what I see in you. Just do it. Just say it. Just deliver it. You've got it. You've got it in you. And I could, I was like, I don't got it. I don't got it. You know, it, it came at that time when I needed somebody who was not my husband, who was not my friend to tell me what it is that I have and to just bring me the, give me the confidence again to actually just keep shining, you know? So yeah. So that's what it did. You know, uh, it wasn't really much of, I didn't, I don't think I needed a uh, technical, um, Skill, you know, I think it was for me. It was it was a networking session where I needed to see people that are at the same level as me who are struggling but are trying to do something. You know, I needed somebody to light my fire as well. You know, to inspire me to actually say, you know, it is possible. It's hard, but it's possible, and let's do it together. So yeah. Yeah. So no, I was going to say, but that's also the power of networks, right? Yes. Is that yes. you know you you can you can be inspired. It's not only about who can I do business with or who can help me, but who can help motivate me or yes. inspire me and and you know give me that drive back as well. Exactly. Which is great. So that's what it for me. That was the main thing that um, the F and B Women in Business did for me. It it raised my confidence. It lit my fire, and it connected me to women who still today I look up to them. Like wow, look where we were. We we didn't even know this and that. Now look at us now. So yeah. And it's been amazing to see the journeys um, of a lot of you that have come through through that um, propeller. So, and it's amazing seeing how you're all blossoming. I'll, I'll go back to you <laughs> to your, your story. Yeah, excuse the pain. Um, um, uh, you know, even through through the hard times and the and the you know the tough couple of years we faced as as a country. I mean, women have just they've rallied together. They've supported each other. I know the groups have spent a lot of time doing that as well, which is which is phenomenal. So, Masana, maybe. Maybe just um, tell us if you if you had to look back on your life and you know you had to maybe impart three pearls of wisdom on your younger self. What would those three pearls be, or what would you like to leave with our listeners today? Okay, I think the first thing is take a chance on yourself. You know, um, don't don't let uh, the surroundings. Um, where you are, deter- determine where you're going. Like, you know what is inside of you that is burning inside of you that keeps you excited. Don't let competition or don't let circumstances define where you are going to go. So just take a chance on yourself. And the sooner you do that, the better. You know, that's that's number one, is is do it sooner. I mean, like I said, I t- it took me 10 years to actually start my own business only because of fear. I was scared to take a chance on myself. So you need to take a chance on yourself so that other people can take a chance on you, Mm. you Mm. know? You've got to believe in yourself. Others, no one else will, right? Yes, yes. And it takes time, you know. I'm I'm not saying that even till today I'm the most confident person who, you know, I'm not. It's, It's every day is... 
it's taking a chance on yourself. Waking up, me being here, doing a podcast is taking a chance on myself, you know. So everything that you do, just take a chance on yourself. And then secondly, I would say, um, you know, competition is always going to be there, right? Everything that we do and competition is there to actually make us better and to level up. So that is great. We must embrace competition. But the most important thing for me is collaboration and celebration. You know, we need to be able to collaborate, you know, with each other to lift each other up. Mm. You know, we yeah. ca- you can't do everything. Pits, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you have what you have. Somebody's got something that you don't have and you have something that somebody needs. So always be open to collaboration because that way you get to learn about yourself and another person and it can only take you higher, you know, and in that process as well, celebrate each other. You know, I think that's one thing that, we undermine, you know, celebrating gives you confidence to be, to, to do more of what you're doing. When you celebrate the little things, you actually get more confident that, okay, I can do it better than that. I can do it better now. I can do more. So that's important. It actually keeps you going, you know. Um, so, yeah. I think the third thing is, um, you know, let your light shine. That's, that's, that's for me is something that I've learned in the past two years is that there is so much darkness there. There can be so much darkness. You know, what COVID has put us through, it showed a lot of darkness. But at the same time, there's, it, it can't get too bright. The world can't get too bright if you just let your light shine and some, you actually inspire somebody else to make their light shine and it can just be bright. It can never be too bright. So wherever you are in your little corner, there's something that lights up your fire and you must just let that shine and not, you know, shrink to, to just make people comfortable and not to be too bright or to attract attention. But it's really inspiring to just, to just be you and, and let what is you just shine, you know. And I think I discovered that, yeah, during COVID years, but it's always been, I think, you know, you said in the beginning that the name means something. And I'm 41, two, 41 now. <laughs> and only now <laughs> I'm realizing. After 40, we, we forget the numbers <laughs> after that. Counting, just, yeah. counting. So yeah. I'm like, you know, yes, I'm 40 plus now. And now I'm realizing that my name means something. It really means it's, it's. It's what I live for. It's, yeah, you just got to shine, man. So just shine wherever you are. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Be a ray of sunshine. Tell us about this bubbly circle and how do I, how do I get invited to this? <laughs> oh, it's not exclusive. Don't worry. It's okay. So the bubbly circle started, uh, it was before COVID actually. I think it was 2019, late 2019. Um, all because... I, I I appreciate bubbles. I appreciate bubbly. Um, and I just grew a liking for it and I was curious about so much about it. So uh, it started when I went to Cape Town for the bubbly festival and, you know, going to the winelands and discovering all these new bubbles that you don't actually see in restaurants. Sometimes you don't even see in the bottle stores. You see the same kind of bubbles everywhere you go. And, you know, and then I... Notice that, you know, for instance, 
you see a lot of champagne on our wine menus, but you see very few of our own cup classics. So for me, it was, you know, this is an opportunity to educate South Africans about our own bubbles that we can, you know, enjoy and support. You know, I'm not I'm not saying anything is wrong with champagne, but what are the chances that right now in France, somebody is drinking a South African Cup Classic, you know, it's very minimum. So it's beautiful that we support them, but at the same time, we need to support our own here. And this was also because, you know, um, I aspire to have my own bubbly brand. So I have to learn about it, understand it, and 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 celebrate the bubbles that are here. Like I'm saying, there's a lot of competition. It'll always be there. But if you celebrate what others are doing, you get to to put yourself out there as well. So so that's how the bubbly circle started. It was really just to me being curious about bubbles and sharing all the different club cup classics that there are in South Africa. So when COVID hit, everybody was downtown. You know, everybody is at home, um, can't travel, um, lockdown, there was no liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say, so, yeah, there was none of that. <laughs> no so there was around. None of that. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, you had to keep the spirit of celebrating alive. You know, like I'm saying, it was, it was, it was dark. It was not very happy days, you know, losing loved ones, people being sick, not being your businesses going down and all of that. There had to be some sort of something that uh, we kept alive. And for me, it was, you know what? Bubbles are a symbol of celebration. So, you know, if once in a while you can just post about a bottle of bubbly that you you had, even if it was before lockdown, long time ago, but just to keep the spirit of celebration alive. So that was what it was about. So, and then soon after that, you know, it was really more about posting because we couldn't get together. So when we could get together, that's when the bubbly circle came alive, so to speak. So all these people that we've been curious together about bubbles, sharing this, you know, there were blind tastings, online tastings, all of that. Then we got to make the circle bigger by actually doing it in person. So, yeah, it's, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. You create a yeah. little community. Yeah, yeah. Of bubble so, lovers. <laughs> bubble lovers, yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a lovely story, Masana. I like that. Um, and I like the fact that it's carried through COVID and that you've now um, been able to to actually get together in person and, and grow it as well, which is fantastic. And I think it probably brought a lot of people together, right? From it people did. That, it from did. different communities that, yeah. You know, it also gave me opportunity to, you know, um, Collaborate again, you know, collaborate is is key to me, you know, with a lot of bubbly brands as a as an events planner, you know, like I'm saying, there's always there has to be bubbles in any event. So, you know, now I know a lot of um, wine farms that are ready and willing to be part of an event. If I had to host an event, if somebody wants to have a celebration, a wedding, I can always say, you know what, I recommend these bubbles to be part of your celebration. So all of that. Me, them, we're all, you know, and collaborating local. and making bags and supporting yeah, local. local. That's the main yeah. thing, especially after lockdown. You know, a lot of because we couldn't sell liquor, it's it's it, it's they need all the support that they also can get, you know, to get the word out there and get people consuming local bubbles and wines and everything else. Yeah, so you've been you've actually been a catalyst for that as well, which is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> collaborate, so, collaborate. Yeah, collaborate, 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 collaborate. <laughs> yes. So, so Masana, where, where can people follow you? Where can they find you? Where can they get hold of you? 
Um, I've got three businesses. I've got Sanandi Events and I've got my Owa Blossoms and I've got the Bubbly Circle. Well, the Bubbly Circle is more of a community than a business, but all of that are all on Instagram. So if you can just follow my personal page, which is at the bubbly, at the underscore bubbly queen, you can get links to all the businesses that I'm part of here. Yeah, so yeah, so just my personal page. It's public for now but I plan to go private soon. <laughs> okay. It can be yeah, quite I, a lot yeah. of work, this Instagram business. Yeah, it can, it can. <laughs> it's a job all on its own. It is, it is. Oh, Masana, thank you so much for for sharing your story today and, you know, what's, um, you know, the, the challenges that you've been through and, and your story, I guess, of, of how you've gone from construction into events and, and you yeah, know, creating a community of, of bubble lovers or bubbly lovers. Um, yeah, and we, we really appreciate your time. And, you know, it was great getting to know you on the, the business um, propeller as well. And I think, um, you know, I think it, I like the fact that you say the networks that were created were, were really beneficial to you. So so thank you, Masana. Thank you for your time and for joining us today. And we're wishing you all the best with all, all three of your businesses. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. Soon I'll be calling you and letting you know to buy my new, my Cup Classic that I'm I can't, I can't wait yes. to so taste it. we're going to be popping something wait. soon. <laughs> Perfect. I look forward <laughs> to it. I look forward to that phone call, Masana. <laughs> I'm going to definitely call you, Nicole. <laughs> Great. Thank you for your time. And um, yeah, we will we'll be seeing you soon. Mm-hmm.